0: Here is now, and welcome to the SBK Crypto Podcast,
1: 15 Minutes
2: of Crypto Fame. My name is Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. Well, scratch that, it's Thursday, which means one thing and one thing only. I'm going to be passing over control of the 15 Minutes of Crypto Fame podcast to our co-host, Jess Holgrave. Jess has two really exciting guests on the show today, two of my favorite people in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. We have the Cyber Code Twins on the show today. That's right. So without me saying anything more, let's get right down to business and let's jump into the interview.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Jess Holgrave. And as always, I'm really excited to be guest hosting on the SVK Crypto 15 Minutes of Crypto Fame podcast. I'm a co-founder of Sheos, an EOS block producer with a mission to bring more women and diversity into blockchain. And on Thursdays, I'm bringing you stories from interesting women working in the blockchain space to tell you about their background and to draw attention to the great work that they are doing. You can follow me on Twitter at jessieblock and send me suggestions of women that you would like to hear from. This week, I am joined by America and Penelope Lopez, better known as the Cybercode Twins. They are a part of sheos and are software engineers who work on blockchains, smart cities, Internet of Things, and so much other stuff. Ladies thank you for joining me today.
3: Thank you jazz for having us We're so excited
1: yay <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to speak with you. So what I want to do is start with a little bit about your background. You guys grew up in LA. uh, And then what? Like, how did you start coding?
3: Uh, My sister was the one who got me into coding. It all started, you know, well, actually by accident. Go ahead, sis.
0: Yeah, so it started with um, taking a robotic class at Cal I have a female professor named Dr. Espinosa. She's a doctor now, so... You better call her doctor. She earned that PhD. And what happened was that uh, um, as, as I was getting into the robotics, um, I was trying to learn more about coding. And from there, she was telling me about Meetup. And when I found out about Meetup, where it's a place you can uh, learn a hobby and go where a group of people can learn these interests, uh, I told my sister about Meetup, but she thought Meetup was a totally different thing. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she
3: wanted to go double dating. I was like not ready, um, and she's like, no, 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 it's nothing like that. And I'm like, are you sure? Cause meet up, you know, the up, you know, hang out.
0: Yeah. So I thought we were going to a workshop. We were motorcycling over there, and we and I thought we were going to a work, workshop, but it turns out I skinned the details, and it turned out to be a hackathon once we arrived there in Santa Monica.
3: Yeah, um, we ended up staying for about 24 hours. Our mom called us on Skippy. You know, it's Spanglish for Skype. And we shouldered her around what we were doing. And she was like concerned because she's like, oh, it's all guys. And I'm like, oh, it's don't worry. You know, they're coding too. Because uh, she really thought we were out clubbing. And it was nothing music like, in the background. Yeah, you heard music in <laughs> the background, but really it was to keep us up. Um, and we learned, we really liked the environment we, um, and the mentors, it's not something we're regularly exposed to. We grew up in the public housing projects. Um, so this wasn't like something you saw every day. So we normally got to these type of events, these type of hackathons on our motorcycles If we couldn't a- attend it. We would just hop on a bus and, and go to that hackathon. But yeah, I'm grateful for my sister Uh, For accidentally having us go to a hackathon,
0: (laughs) so we start going every weekend.
3: Yeah, so we used to spend every weekend playing soccer soccer or basketball, and now we go compete at at hackathons. It's still sport. Yeah, we see it as a sport, you know. So yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: And you guys have carried that on. I I have seen you at hackathons all over the world. What it is? What is it about hackathon that you love so much? um
3: uh, you know what there's something like you can keep a mentor up maybe for like 24 hours but you can't do that to your teacher at, at school you know there's boundaries there um uh, but to me like it really is getting uh familiar with like the latest technologies, you even for like a short sprint of time and you know, that's where we hopped into blockchain. That's where we hopped into like smart cities. Uh, Again, these are like mentors that work at these different um, corporate entities or they're starting out and they're letting us use their latest API or SDK. Uh, And again, it's just, it felt like, a direction that we were very happy with. Uh, you, you met know. a lot
0: of cool friends there, of
3: course. You know, like the friends you can hack with at night. <laughs> f- a lot of things just start working at 3 a.m. It that, just feels cooling. That <laughs> That's,
0: <her sleepover.
3: laughs> That's her sleepover. We feel like we're catching up to sleepovers we never had when we were little. So, if anything, wow. we're catching up.
1: Yeah. I love that. What's the, what's the coolest thing that you guys have built at a hackathon? Oh, was it power lunch?
3: Okay. Um, we made a bet with her dad. Um, we told him we we're gonna apply to this virtual hackathon. Um, that was like called the U.S. China Young Makers with a couple of our teammates. With a couple of our teammates, and basically we told him that we're going to make a power lunch, and he's like, "What's that? Oh, okay. Uh, we're gonna heat and cool your food at the same time, and it'll work through an Android app." Uh, and he was just like whatever, yeah. Bluetooth. yeah and it will work through Bluetooth. He was like whatever, Love whatever. Yeah. And you know, we stayed we stayed up with our friends for about like I guess about fourteen hours, and we made a video. We submitted it, and we didn't expect to get chosen. Like uh,
0: ten I, American teams across the United States.
3: Yeah, there was ten American teams that got chosen across the United States to to participate in 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 Beijing and. And we we're like, what? It's like, because, you know, you always hear this saying, is there's no such thing as a free lunch. And I'm like, yeah, if you go to Power Lunch, you get a free trip to Beijing. Um, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It, w- it was crazy. My dad was like, you know, why are you not taking me? I'm the one that like, you know, you guys use my lunchbox. I like, well, you uh, can use it now. Well, you can use it now, Dad. It's like, here you go. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, it was it was it was amazing. Um, yeah, Beijing, like they had posters of like of the teams of that were competing in the contest. It was like, wow. Um,
1: there's like a team. whole there was
3: another other level. level. It was a whole another level. They had like if you were in the subway, they even ha- they were talking about the competition. They didn't like show our faces, but they had our names. And I was learning how to use WeChat over there. So again, it was like so <laughs>
0: yeah anybody
3: that had google apis didn't work you know no, it cut off GitHub, got cut google. off you had to like make sure that your github
0: different developer had
3: microsoft instead you know so of course a lot of different teams um had to like switch their code up because they're like oh it doesn't work it's in, like another in china yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah an extra challenge mm-hmm. um and you guys also um, last year won the social media award at the EOS Hackathon in London. What what were you building there? How did that all come about? We saw
3: it, we saw it more of as a, as a tech challenge. We were trying to do some cool stuff with Alexa first. Um, and then my friend uh, Veronica and my sister at, my at midnight started building this AR application uh, just to show our love and gratitude of the space you know they had it at a flight museum it was beautiful the airplanes were beautiful i didn't know roy's royce made planes like that's kind of like like um elon musk style you know it's like it makes cars and planes you know i thought the only time i seen roy's royce Royce was a plane too (laughs) i'm like okay cool engine they made engines all right cool yeah uh, it was so gorgeous. I was afraid that we wouldn't be able to get in on time because uh, they said like if you don't get there in time, you might not be able to attend the hackathon. And we're like, damn, we came across the pond, and you're like still telling you us we can't come in. You know what?
0: The, the people, the people that were watching, the people that were standing in line, they're like, is Alan Musk coming to this tech museum? I'm like, why? No. But do you think he is? <laughs> 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 the they,
3: they didn't know, like, what was going on at the museum. They were wondering what, why were people, like, so crazy a there. a
1: large line waiting across around the block.
3: Yeah, they're like, you know, it's, yeah, it was good.
1: So cool. And now you guys are, like, starting to work and help with hackathons and stuff. Tell me a little bit about that.
3: Yes, um, a lot of... Uh, I would say like, so one that we're going to is Indiana, you know, it's known as the crossroads of America. And a lot of them love our work of not just building tech, but helping to build the community. We have a lot of familiar building um, uh, developer communities in Tijuana, in Puerto Rico, uh, in Mexico, in uh, in East L.A., uh, but like in different sorts of technology and they feel comfortable uh, reaching out to us because they're like hey i'm really lost i saw that you guys did a project on this can you guys give like maybe a 30 minute talk we'll fly we'll provide you with the logistic supports just help us get up to speed um and it also it's like an integrity as well uh there you know there's been to them they're like the space seems scammy but i'm like, no. You know, there's projects being built. Uh, we give them some. Uh, we give them some examples, and uh, it also helped that we went to the MIT uh, uh, blockchain bootcamp because uh, that gave us the credibility we needed to give the this sort of workshops. Like, oh, if MIT says this is okay, then they're like, okay, you know, this is fine.
1: Yeah, that was one of the things that I really wanted to ask you about was um, was the MIT thing. How did you? Like, did you apply? How did all that work? And, and I, I guess find out about the program. Oh wow! A- I'm so grateful. Into crypto.
3: Yeah, uh, okay. So the first time I heard of crypto, well, actually Bitcoin, um, was through the Korean church I was attending back the then, exam. and uh, I, I was there because we would take trips to Tijuana to teach English. Um, uh, we'll have like work. Uh, we'll have some workshops down there, and we'll g- we'll go every weekend in the summer. Um, but yeah, one of the church members told me like, "Hey, you heard of Bitcoin?" And it felt like you were coming out of the closet about crypto. And you're like, you know, are we allowed to talk about this? Um, but yeah, we kept our conversation through LinkedIn. But then a couple, I guess, like a year later or so, I I received um, uh, an email. From one of my, uh, uh, she she was working with me at the Google Labs Innovation. It was more of a. She now works with the mayor. Yeah, she now works with the mayor, the Innovation Office of LA, and she told us about this program at MIT. And I told her, you know, you know very well this is gonna like disrupt the the uh, the project we're working on right now with the city, right? She's like, yeah, but you cannot miss this opportunity and my sister and i both applied at first i was like very hesitant because you know i i I go to community college and my sister's like i already applied why haven't you applied and i'm like i don't know it's like what are the possibilities and yeah it was really hard the interviews uh first interview second interview
0: they thought we were Like doing the same ones.
3: Yeah, they thought we were applying like again, twice. twice. They didn't know we were friends. Uh, You know, uh, they thought it was probably a bot or something. Um, Yeah, they're like, wait, didn't we, how do we know we didn't interview you? Well, you really don't, because, you know, hers is on Monday, mine is on Friday. Who did I talk to? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it
0: was,
3: it was, it was crazy. yeah, my my uh, application was actually focused on. Uh, yeah, it it did touch a few um, a few thorns. Uh, my my application, I ended up like getting some. Let's
0: just, let's just end up with that. Let's okay. Just...
3: Yeah. It you know basically my application that I submitted in was about like an application of the blockchain was about demilitarization of the of of criminal of, evidence of of no 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 it was like okay. on of the police force and all, but uh, you know. Uh, I don't know if you heard in the states, it, it's kind of a felony now to like try to put that on the blockchain in in certain states. Um, so I yeah. had to drop that off after <laughs> after MIT. Um, yeah, but yeah, during that program, uh, during that week, actually, when I told my dad when one of us got accepted, my dad thought I said McDonald's. I got accepted to
1: McDonald's.
3: Yeah, there's this video we have on YouTube of. Of me going crazy and telling my dad I got accepted to the MIT boot camp and my dad thought I said McDonald's. I might have said it way too fast. I was so crazy. Um, but yeah, he's and then when I told him where it was, Massachusetts he's like, what's over there? You know, it's like, well, I'm gonna be over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And so so you you kind of did did that course and then since then have been you know, really deeply involved in, in the crypto space.
3: Yeah, uh but I, I do want to mention like the, the professors that were there, Tesser from Chain that ended up, you know, being bought out by like Stellar. Uh we had a Michel Mohammed who ended up, you know, going work for Ripple. Uh but he has a lot of experience working with like London banks. Uh Robert Robert is a gentleman. He still continues uh, collaborating with us. We're gonna be collaborating with him. Um I think he said something about consensus week something going on. He wants us to have a workshop over there in, in New York. Um, but he's an individual. He's very active in the um, blockchain for social impact organizations. And another uh, professor we had, um, now she's like the director of MIT media, uh, I mean the DCI initiative. And uh, her name is Niha. If you've ever seen her talk, it's called like the future of money. Um, a lot of people also know her because of her uh, report on um, the vulnerabilities of IOTA, I, re- I remember, like...
0: And then all the Twitter bots came.
3: Yeah, all the Twitter the bots came, it. and I was concerned because, you know, if you knew of a security vulnerability, how would you go about it? And will there be liabilities uh, held against you or so for exposing mm-hmm. those vulnerabilities? Because so we kept in touch and how that was progressing and all. But yeah, I was I was super grateful also had a chance to to like listen to Melton Demirs uh, have you heard of her like if like her podcast grinding my gears I think it's what's yeah. that called um, yeah she was also our our um, one of our instructors another one was um, Michael Casey uh, I think he also wrote another book we had we met with him again at yeah, at, at um, Boston blockchain week a year ago, and he was surprised, like, what, you guys are the space? Because, again, like, the media narrative back then was so different. Uh, it wasn't until 2017, the middle of 2017, that the media narrative changed. But back then, uh, if you were in, involved in the scene, the church, my neighbors, they gave you a really funny eye. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and of course, things have, have changed a lot since then um tell me tell me a little bit about um you know i guess the some of the early things you did we'll talk about things like shios and eos in a minute but um what were some of the early projects that you were involved in
3: the earliest uh let's see uh we were working on our first project was a smart body cam uh we were getting involved with the city and we uh, after after they they saw um, TV episodes about the smart body cams we were building, and uh, we didn't expect to win at the hackathon in Las Vegas. It was like our first major hackathon. It was with AT and T. Now they don't host any hackathons anymore like that anymore in Vegas. Um, but yeah, that that didn't stay in Vegas. Uh, so like the city of LA is like, hey, we're very interested in. In the technologies, and this was like six months before Facebook Live came out, so mm-hmm. we were basically proving the point that you can have live streaming and storage. You on, have a much more on, better uh,
0: body camera than what the other companies provided. Like, why didn't it have these features? Yeah, very low cost intensive.
3: But then the then LA, you know, they kind of mess up with their proposal with like the cloud storage and they stuff. Didn't know how to they take care of the- they didn't realize that Ooh. you know the storage. A video is expensive. Um, So they ended up doing their process over again, and we didn't want to wait another three years. Uh, So we ended up moving to doing a different project uh, that was uh, close to our hearts. And that was a project we submitted um, for the IBM Global Innovator uh, World Challenge. And
1: and this is the
3: that, Beacon of Hope project, right? This is the Beacon of Hope project. Uh, it's an anti-human trafficking um, a technology. It's a discrete intervention devices. And we worked on that because our aunt, uh, when she crossed the border, she disappeared for a few months. And that was probably, like, the. we were very sad because we do not know what happened until one day we received a phone call from our aunt. And she's telling us that she escaped, uh, she's somewhere in Texas and she can only describe a few buildings. We were literally scared for her life. And, you know, when she was found, she was taken care of, uh, she explained to us her experiences of like how she would leave messages in lipstick and eye pencils behind the doors that she was there, um, how she would see stickers on the windows or behind the bathroom doors, uh, if she needed to get help, please call this number
0: or no go website. to this website,
3: uh, guys. There is like the possibility of her having a phone. Is, is, is like I don't know what you expect in that situation. Um, but yeah. And,
1: and so, so what did what did you develop? What was your kind of t- so solution?
3: when we say like we developed like a smart dispensary, like it's not cannabis, guys. Like it's for ladies um it's for it's like in the bathroom so normally you see these dispensaries that give out like tampons and pads but instead of just giving tampons and pads they had a beacon in them and the authorities were able to track in that way we did have the opportunity to work with Bangladesh um but we were trying to work with the county of LA uh, for such a while but I'm glad that they're finally focusing a lot more on intervention methods in in los in was, Los Angeles, it was less
0: than five percent for innovation technology for prevention.
3: Yeah, right. now now you're required to train your employees because a lot of the a lot of the uh, especially for ch- child trafficking, it was happening at fast food restaurants. Especially like people think like it's you know normal to have kids there. Uh, they were able they were able to crack down on a lot of individuals and in um at 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 these establishments like the McDonald's and, and all those other places. Um, but people were so surprised to to have known that the, it was happening there. And it's like the fastest growing crime. You know, a lot of the drugs is getting legalized, but now it's pushing, uh, you know, the underground market somewhere else.
0: Also, there was an a- another application for this uh, smart dispensary, which is for the opiates crisis.
3: Yeah, and there was also uh, a few counties that reached out. It's like, well, this can also be, you know, refurbished into... Uh, Carrying life-saving medicine uh, to deal with the opiate epidemic uh, across America. Uh, I, again, a lot of people like our a lot of the projects we work on are social impact, and um, it's it's some it's something that we
0: emphasize
3: emphasize when we're committing to any other project. Um, you know, what's the social impact behind it, and is yeah. it sustainable? That's, that's another one. You know, there's a lot of great social impact projects, but I'm, I always wonder if it's sustainable or not. Uh, so out of that, like what came out of that? It's like, did, did a prototype come out? Um, we ended up, you know, doing some consulting work with a couple of, of government entities. Um, some people get spooked by that, but I'm like, guys, like, you know, who's going to help out the, um, uh, you know, it, it feels like civic, and social impact, Civic like hackers. yeah, we're more we're like we're more hacktivists. Um, people just ask for data. They just ask, you know, how how do you how do you implement these type of technologies? Um, and again, like they they're catching up right now. Like the smart city movement should not only be emphasized on like smart cars, smart houses, smart watches. I'm like, you know, smart public safety. You know, how does smart public safety look like? Uh, it should be protecting the most vulnerable citizens, and I'm glad that that movement is is moving that way. So we do get invited to talk on several smart city conferences just to like help bring awareness. So for them, it's just at least moving that needle towards that way. So we're very happy in I the direction like it's going.
1: That's so interesting. Do you know, like, I I the, the kind of whole smart city movement I think is so cool, and not once have I ever heard people talk about. You know, smart public safety in these things. I think that's a that's a really awesome, awesome thing. So, um, you know, I think we're we're lucky that there are two of you because <laughs> 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 much more projects. <laughs> um, so we were super lucky as Shios to have you uh, kind of join us and and um, and become part of the Shios team in in November. Um, what is it about EOS that excites you?
3: Actually, it was Sheos that excited us. Um, you know, we're fans of like Crystal Rose for a long time. Um, we, you know, right after I, I she left, was
0: Bot hackathons,
3: bots. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember when they were like uh, sponsoring the bots hackathon by, back then, and because of the bot hackathon that they sponsored in our district in in our side of town um it gave us the experience to to compete at this other hackathon that was known as money 2020 in las vegas oh my god that's the first time i met vitalik and he was actually wearing an ethereum shirt none of the unicorn this was in 2016 right this was in i think 2016 or yeah yeah and um i was so grateful for that experience uh because we ended up winning one of the prizes at money 2020
0: And And it gave us the
3: confidence. So I I always like check what Crystal was up to. Um, And I was so excited she was getting into the blockchain space. I know she started off on Ethereum. um, But I was like, I was only working on non-Ethereum projects back then. And it was like, it was really confusing my friends. But I'm like, no, no, you guys, you have to understand. I started off on BitShares. I've been involved in Steemit. Um, and I'm interested in where EOS was going, but also at the same time was interested in what Cosmos was doing, but they kept delaying their thing. I ended up like looking at EOS more, um, because Cosmo like delayed like another 11, 12 months. So, you know, I was looking at EOS. It was like, what is there to build now? Um, because a lot of the hackathons were turning into blockchain. Um, but I was trying to get out of the Ethereum bubble. So I ended up, we ended up, well, my sister ended going outside up, the yeah, my sister ended up, Sending me to um, Lisbon, Portugal for the Steam hackathon. Again, we were like desperate for any... Uh, blockchain hackathons. Blockchain hackathons that was like not Ethereum focused. Because I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. But I need to... We're more tech agnostic. You know, a lot of people like to say they're blockchain agnostic. But we're more tech agnostic. We're just trying to find a stack that works for different applications. Sometimes more application, Other applications are just looking more for liquidity than speed. So, yeah, we sh- we'll, Wait, we'll have them look...
0: Hackathon?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That is another story. Yeah. <laughs> that's a crazy story, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, like, so EOS uh, to us was like, we're big fans of Dan Larimer. Um, If it wasn't for, like, his other projects, uh, I would say on, like, BitShares and, and Steam it, we never would have paid off, like, the second mortgage of our parents' house. Uh, to me, that was, like, you know, paying, pay, giving back, uh, pay it forward. And this is something I, I I talked to with my instructor at MIT. Um, like I could never pay them back for for what for the doors they opened for us, and they're like, you know, and for others, and for others, color, yeah,
0: woman, uh,
3: um, yeah. That that program was primarily for women and for people of color, and they got a lot of lashback for for you know being particular with the. Uh, Students that could apply in the in the program. I remember a lot of Bitcoin maximalists that were going after the instructors and telling them they should open up to more. But they're like, the narrative needs to change in the space. It's the same voices. It's how how would the technology look like if it was more inclusive, more inclusive, or more and and more diverse in its efforts and. Also, like Taj, like he's also like one of my favorite instructors. He's like the co-author of the Lightning Network. And we were, we were just talking, um, you know, uh, back more about blockchain when I was at the MIT Bitcoin Expo not too long ago. Uh, it felt good because, you know, year has passed and, and I'm able to like tell them like all the efforts we're doing in the space and they're just happy that they've given the opportunity and stand our ground about like keeping that door open for other individuals. So I'm like, so grateful for them.
1: Did we lose Jess?
3: Jess, did we lose you?
1: Oh, no, there we go. I was speaking on mute. Um, Okay, let me go again. Um, I think (laughs) that... uh, I think that's a really incredible story and and I think you guys are definitely paying it forward um You do so much for the community and and for the shios community in particular um and one of the reasons that I'm so pleased to have you on on the podcast is is to um you know make that a, a bit visible because I think that you guys are real role models for, for people who are, um, are looking to get into the space and already in the space, um, I, and I love that. Uh, but apart from kind of making people more visible, how else do you think that we can start to address this gender gap?
3: Uh, for me, like, I, I believe that, you know, there is a confidence gap and there's a skills gap. It's not that women are not interested in the space. I believe that there is a skills gap. Um, the technology moves fast, and skills can get outdated. So, uh, hackathons are one of those opportunities, and that's why we have started uh, the Cyber Code Twins Tech Tour. And we're going to be starting in Indiana this week, and our last tech tour stop will be in India. So, for uh, for the next several months, we'll be actually be city hopping, uh, country hopping. Uh, giving workshops from AR to blockchain to IoT, um, live streaming those events as well uh, to help um, help build the skills that people are very interested in. I I believe you know a lot of the tutorials are sometimes outdated and it's sometimes hard to keep up. But we were doing our best as as uh, as influencers in the space to help people understand um, the technology. Uh, behind this
0: yeah one of the things i liked about the eos is that they had like these great global hackathons oh my god that's why you know like
3: again you know we were chasing hackathons and we were so impressed with um the eos hackathons are like we would love to stay in this community so great job block one hoo! <laughs>
1: Speaking of which, um, there is a big announcement coming from Block One on June first, and I've been asking my interviewees for their guess, and I'm gonna give a prize oh. to the winner who is closest. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> give, you guys, I'll give you guys a guess.
3: Okay, um, mm. I think maybe some presidential candidate will announce UBI on EOS or something. I, I think it'll be very interesting. Because, you know, it's also interesting. um, My friend, he's like telling me like there's a couple of political conventions happening within those same days. So I'm like, are we going to actually meet each other um, here? I'm not sure. But yeah, I also have to remember that my brother's birthday is like the day after block one. So I have to like bring him with me to D.C. So we can celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, you have to come with us. Like, you have. It's like, what's gonna go on? I don't know, but we gotta go together and celebrate your birthday in DC, also, and go celebrate like what the announcement is. Yeah.
0: Uh, also, the B1's event is colliding at the same time as as the, the Crypto, Crypto Chicks, Chicks hackathon, hackathon
3: in Toronto. We're like, okay, it's we got it. AI
1: Hackathon, AI and Blockchain.
3: Yeah, yeah. So we gotta like All split links. in two places. So,
1: Again. yeah super yeah. lucky that there are two of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um i always finish my podcast with a quick fire question so mm-hmm. uh, so you can you can either do these together or or each take one i don't really mind um, first- want to come on Go <laughs> so first question late nights or early mornings late nights late nights <laughs> nice uh, what animal would you be
0: a dolphin? A dolphin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching those videos. Uh, blue whale. A dolphin and a blue <laughs> whale. I love it. Um, who are, you know, do you each have a historical kind of inspirational figure that you look up to?
3: Ada Lovelace. Yeah, definitely.
1: Nice. Cool, and if you guys weren't doing your current job or what you do now, then then what would you do?
0: I would
3: probably be like a professional drone pilot doing drone racing.
1: So cool. What would you do?
0: A lot of breaking things, a lot of hacking things. Oh, I think she was still doing hacking. (laughs) (laughs) Step one or the other.
3: <laughs> um
1: and finally, who is your favorite person to follow on crypto Twitter? You choose
3: one? Just
0: like <laughs> no, no.
3: <laughs> ah. <clears throat> I love Tess. Tess I love Tess. Yeah. Even though she works at Stellar, um, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah. What about you, sis? Who do you like following on Twitter?
0: says, man, I follow
3: everybody. That's one of the reasons they keep coming oh. to me. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. You guys just want, Come on. Oh, man. I, get, I ain't even going to play favorites. They might come after me. <laughs> okay, she's
3: not going to comment on that.
1: You're going to sit on the fence. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and how should people find you and follow you?
3: Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Cyberco Twins.
1: That's yeah. Awesome. Look, ladies, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a real pleasure hearing from you. Um, And uh, you'll have to put up where you're going to be around the world over the next few months because no doubt lots of people will want to catch up with you.
3: Yeah, it'll be a world road trip. Come say hi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you.
0: Ladies.
2: I want to say a big thank you once again, not only to our amazing co-host Jess Holgrave, but to the Cyber Code Twins for making it on the show and delivering like they do each and every time. So thank you. If you haven't already hit us up on Telegram, SVK Crowd, type it in and you will find us. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. And if you have any questions or queries, feel free to email myself, Story, C-S-T-O-L-L-Y at svkcrypto.com. That's a wrap and we've got to bounce.